Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. My name is Andy. Thanks for spending a moment here with me. It is Wednesday, May 20th. I apologize. I may sound a little bit cranky here tonight. And the reason being is... I think this has happened probably the, over the past, probably five days, maybe over the past week, and nothing too serious or too bad, but I couldn't help but notice that, maybe it's just where I've been lately, people have been talking very loud. Not a lot of people, but enough people. I think one of them happened probably in the locker room at the gym. Yeah, one of those uh, overly talkative fellows who has to talk so loud that everybody can hear who he's talking to and what he's talking about. And I think the other one was... Um, one of my neighbors, very nice person, not going to mention which one, but was chatting very loud, very loud. And one of those moments where you just wonder, like, why are you talking so loud? If somebody's across the street, then I get it. you got to talk loud so they can hear. But when you have somebody who is like five feet in front of you, there's no reason you need to blast them away. And it got me thinking about that old saying, right? Dance like nobody's watching, which for the most part is cool. It's groovy. That's great. If you're going to dance, do your own dance. Don't worry about what the steps are, what other people think the steps are, or what they think of your dancing. You dance for yourself, and that's great. But occasionally, I think it's also okay to dance like somebody is watching. And I don't literally mean dancing. I mean being aware of other people, being conscientious of those around you, whether that's talking really loudly. If you need to talk loudly, if there's a need for it, go for it. But if you don't need to, and there's other people around, well, maybe think about, do they want to hear me talk so loud? Would I want to hear them talk so loud? And then it reminds me of yet another, this is a quote, a saying I'm going to mangle here, but it's by Jean-Paul Sartre. Occasionally pull these out to try and sound very educated. And I don't remember what the quote is, but it's something to the effect of, every choice we make, every decision we make, we should, I believe he said, act as if the whole world, if in our shoes, if in our same position, that they would make that same decision too. So make the best decision you can every time. Do you want to talk so loud? And by doing so, you are affirming that you are making the best decision at that moment. And if anybody else was in your position, they too should talk very loud. Now, I know I'm getting into it a little too deep, but... This perhaps happens when you're driving. Get behind somebody who is driving like nobody else is driving, like nobody else is on the roads. Sometimes, I would say almost all the time, especially driving, it is very helpful to realize that there are other people on the road. If you want to be driving 45 miles per hour on the freeway, now, on one hand, that's great if nobody else is around. Drive like nobody else is driving. But if there are other people around, you will not only affect them, but it may turn into a safety issue. So perhaps drive like there are other people driving. I know, sounds a little bit cranky, and it's great to dance like nobody else is watching, but occasionally, more often than not, just think about it. Maybe dance like Sartre is watching. Let me know what you think. Andy at kwpt.com can't say this is really good news. I have no idea how I would even try and spin this as good news. But let's look at this quickly. I was reading from the LATimes.com about a oil leak, an oil leak 
off the California coast. I'm going to go ahead and say Southern California. It's far away from us, and it seems like Santa Barbara kind of wants to be part of Los Angeles. Or maybe Los Angeles wants Santa Barbara to be part of Los Angeles. Anyways, the ruptured pipeline apparently has leaked what they're estimating to be about 21,000 gallons of oil off of Santa Barbara County, off the coast. This happened yesterday, apparently. U.S. Coast Guard Petty Officer Andrea Anderson said that by 3.45 p.m., the leak had left a four-mile-long sheen along Refugio State Beach in Goleta. Now, that is, that's where the university is, right, in Goleta, not far from Isla Vista. And it was stopped, apparently, by Coast Guard crews by 3 p.m., um, hmm, let's see, it said that by 340, okay, so I'm not sure when they first noticed it, but, oh, sorry, I just said it right there, spotted at noon, I don't know why I'm getting all confused here, stopped by the Coast Guard around 3 p.m., so a uh, pretty quick work there, and we'll see how this turns out, 21,000 gallons, now I always, so what I have to tell the kids too, um, 21,000 gallons, how do you even imagine that? I try and picture, you know, like milk jugs pouring 21,000 of those full of oil into the ocean. Now, even that is too many for me to really comprehend, but I know this. It's a lot, and it's way too much, too much oil in the water. Hopefully, they'll get that cleaned up and, well, mitigate the damage if possible. I'm about a story about a Florida man who had his leg amputated. Now, the story gets takes, a, I guess, a little turn for the strange. I don't exactly see what the big deal is. I see the deal, but let's just get into it. So he had, had his leg amputated at the hospital. Doesn't mention why, and I don't really want to know why. I want to know as little about this as possible. But he had his right leg removed below the knee, a 56-year-old man. And then apparently the hospital, I don't know if this was their policy at the point, but they got rid of the leg in the garbage. And by the way, I've never thought about what, what they do with that. I'm assuming you don't just put the amputated limbs in a normal trash can, but, I mean, at some point it's got to get to some place. Does it go to the dump? Do they incinerate it? I have no idea, but made it just into the uh, garbage can somewhere and then in a dump. And it still had his name tag on it, so that's how they found it. Police contacted family members because, you know, you see, as a police officer, an amputated limb... And it has a, you know, some sort of identifying mark, or in this case, tag on it. Well, that's a little suspicious. They, so they called up the family to make sure that he hadn't been murdered or anything like that and said, oh, no, 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 but he did have his leg amputated <clears throat> as a medical procedure. So this fellow now, I understand being a little upset. Nobody wants to have their leg out there found. And, you know, I don't know if he expected maybe to be buried or maybe they, who knows. But he's now suing the local hospital. Okay, the hospital said they had taken steps to, quote, keep comparable circumstances from happening, end quote, again. Which is good. Hopefully they'll figure out, I don't know what else, but something else to do. Do you need to sue the hospital? Well, that's what I'm not really sure of. Again, I wouldn't want this to happen to me, of course. But in the end, I'm not sure what the huge deal is. Maybe you do and could let me know. But they always say, people aren't asking for a hand out. Just a hand up, or in this case, a leg out. Hmm. This has been Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show.
Like this podcast? Well, don't be ashamed. Be proud. Tell a friend or post a comment in the iTunes store. Every little bit of help, well, helps. Moments with Andy is made possible by a generous grant from the Horace P. and Nancy R. Shakey Foundation.